As you probably saw, the officers in Memphis, Tennessee, the five officers that beat a young brother named Tyree Nichols to death, have all been charged with second-degree murder, aggravated assault, and a long list of other felonies. They were all charged and arrested yesterday. That came after they were fired by the Memphis police chief, whose words I played here on the podcast yesterday. I want to tell you what I think is going to happen next. The video of the murder of Tyree Nichols is supposed to come out later this evening. And I asked the family if that was something that they wanted us to share. And they said yes. And I'll tell you how I feel about that. Let me unpack and explain it. Let's talk. Glad you're here. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. Yesterday, I will say I was glad to see the five officers that murdered Tyree Nichols. I was glad to see that they were charged and arrested. It doesn't bring Tyree Nichols back, right? We understand that. We understand that the family is still grieving. Their son is still murdered. Their their friend, their brother is still gone. And so it, it doesn't make me or any of us, it doesn't make me happy that these men are charged. But I will say, Memphis has shown us what can and should happen when police murder somebody. The police chief, C.J. Davis, almost immediately after reviewing the footage and of having her own investigation, probably also speaking to experts, fired all of the officers. Now, I will say, this murder did not happen last week. You might have learned about it last week, but it happened on January the 7th. So that was 20 days ago. It took the police chief about two weeks to fire the officers involved. In my opinion, as soon as you see that video, the officers should have been fired immediately. But in Chief Davis's defense, it is hard to fire police officers. They have a long list of protections. And so she clearly needed the time to get all of her ducks in a row to make sure that she had the legal ground to stand on. And before any district attorney or the federal government or the state government or anybody else made any decisions, she fired those officers and she did what she had to do. And the ball was then in the court of the new district attorney, Steve Mulroy, who our organization, Real Justice, helped elect. Uh, this is Steve's first year in office. This is Chief Davis's first year in office. And um, uh, D.A. Mulroy did what he was supposed to do. Um, again, I would prefer for these things to move even faster. It's been 20 days and it took a couple of weeks for these officers to be charged and arrested. However, they were charged, arrested, fired. All of those things make an enormous difference when you're talking about 
the state of policing in Memphis, the state of policing in Tennessee, the state of policing in America. And we saw a police chief and a district attorney do what they're supposed to do. Now, everybody sees that the five officers that murdered Tyree Nichols were black men themselves. It was five black male officers that murdered Tyree Nichols. And people are saying, listen, Sean, the only reason these officers were fired and charged so fast is because they were black. Now, listen, I don't deny that them being black played a role. The larger role was the police chief, Chief Davis, who the city in Memphis, the city council has to approve the police chief. And so, you know, there was a national search. She was chosen after, you know, a a deep background investigation took place. And, um, you know, she was beloved. She was in Durham, North Carolina as the chief there. She was a major in the Atlanta Police Department. And several people I know uh, said they had a really good working relationship with her. And all of those things make a difference. So, yes, these being five black male officers that murdered Tyree Nichols, yes, it definitely played a role. The larger role, and and I'll stick to this, the larger role was Memphis picked the right police chief and voted in the right district attorney. And they're seeing results from that. And I want to give organizers and activists and others in Memphis credit for making sure that the best choices available uh, were chosen for their police chief and district attorney. Now, listen, we can still have critiques of that police department and of Chief Davis. And we can still have critiques of the district attorney, Steve Mulroy, and the decisions he makes and doesn't make. But under pressure, again, it always helps when people are protesting and demonstrating and demanding justice. Under pressure, the district attorney and chief of police did the right thing. And I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen next and some about what's going to happen tonight when the video of the beating of Tyree Nichols is released. I'll be right back after a word from some of our sponsors. Stick with us. Later tonight, the video, at least we've been told, that later tonight, the video of the brutal beating of Tyree Nichols is going to be released. And the family and local activists and organizers have been demanding that it be released. And for one of the first times, in part because our organization helped elect Steve Mulroy, the new DA, for the first time, I understand why he hasn't released the video yet. He said he he said he was going to move as quickly as he possibly could and that he didn't want to release the video before they interviewed as many witnesses as they could find. Because once the video was released, witnesses could potentially watch that video and then base what they say on the video. I take Steve Mulroy in the district attorney's office at their word there in Shelby County in Memphis. And so the video is going to be released now after the officers have been fired and after they have been charged with murder and all of those other charges. 
but the family has requested that we still share the video. I triple-checked last night just to be sure, and, and so I'm going to share it. Yet I know that the video will be traumatic for any of us who see it. It's awful. The family has two or three primary wishes. They want the world to see what American policing is like. They want the world to see what police did to their son. But in particular, they want other police in this country to see what happened with their son with the hope that if any officers see this, they will have a new frame of reference on what not to do. And if that's how it has to go, it's how it has to go. And so with that in mind, I will release the video tonight. And I'm, of course, I'm not excited about this. And I've said this publicly, all of the violence and trauma has truly worn me down over these past, I was going to say years, but decades of being a witness to so much violence and so much trauma. But I honor the family's wishes in this moment. As the family of Emmett Till and Mamie Till insisted that the world see her son in an open casket, this family wants the world to see what happened to their son. I know it's brutal. So I encourage you, if you don't want to see it, feel free to stay off of social media for the weekend. Uh, and if you do, just want to bear witness to what took place, feel free. Know that it was the family's request that we push this thing with the hope that it makes some kind of change. And we're right back at the point of, you know, armed, violent police shouldn't even be making these traffic stops. Bottom line. Love and appreciate all of you. It's Friday. Um, my daughter has a birthday coming up. My daughter, Savannah. I'm going to spend some good time with my family this weekend, and I hope this weekend you can do something that refreshes you and gives you good energy. And listen, if you're not yet a member of the North Star, we need you, I need you, to go now to thenorthstar.com, become a member today. You can do it for as little as eight bucks. It's how we make this podcast work. And on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please subscribe and listen for free to all of our episodes from start to finish. It helps us in so many ways. Love and appreciate all of you. Standing with you as you stand with me. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening 
but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum. Momentum.